Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening to KBXL 94.1, The Voice. Thank you for listening to Life Point. I'm your host, Tom Doherty, and I am so glad to be able to share on the air and share with you and share with those, hopefully, that so desperately need to grow closer to the Lord. Well, I got news for you. We all desperately need to grow closer to the Lord. The Lord wants to use us. He wants us to be aware of the tools He gives us. Our Heavenly Father, I thank You for another day. I thank You for every dear person that listens so carefully to You. Thank you for those that listen to this radio show and the shows following and in different shows and those that are so faithful in their church and so faithful in their community. Lord, bless them. Lead them. Open our hearts and our minds to you. Lord, may the world see you in us. Thank you, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And as you know, if you listen to this show very long, from time to time I talk about Psalms, the book of Psalms. I pull out a Psalm and talk about it, and today's one of those days. Because I got to tell you this, the book of Psalms touched my life in a really tough time. Just a tough time I was going through years ago, and, and reading some of the Psalms just opened my heart to know what David went through, and he stayed with it. Being chased by the enemy, he stayed with it. He kept grounded. And that's exactly what God wants us to do, is to stay grounded in our faith, to stay strong in him, and to know that he has great things for those of us who will say yes and follow him. So today I'm going to share out of the 143rd Psalm. If you didn't know this, there are 150 Psalms. Some of them are shorter some of them are longer. This one is kind of short mid, I think. It's 12 verses anyway, and I'm going to share those verses with you today and talk about them. Talk about David, because here is a real man, a real man that is running from Saul, trying to hide, trying to make good decisions in life, and he's counting on one thing. He's counting on Almighty God to help him. Almighty God had already helped him a kill a lion and kill a bear and kill a Goliath. And now, because of all that and how he led his armies in and Saul was so jealous that he couldn't take it, so he he was wanting him dead, which is a sad thing because David was God's chosen. And Saul was God's chosen. You wonder, how does God's chosen turn? Well, that's interesting because the Lord gives us all choices. Every one of us, every single day, has a choice. I have a choice what I'm going to wear. I went into the closet this morning and looked in the closet and uh, pulled out a, a shirt. I think I did it last night. Pulled out a shirt that went with the coat I was going to wear and a tie. I'm having to wear coats and ties every day because it's legislature and I have to, that's protocol. You can't go into the house chambers without a sports coat or a tie on and, and a tie on. You have to have a sports coat on. So over the years, I've had to get some extra sports coats and uh so now I got a array of them and and ties, but uh, you know you you've got to be prepared in life. And David, you know, like I said, he went through some positive things, but then the jealousy of Paul, the enemy, 
got a hold of him. And like I said, the enemy can get a hold of any of us. So that's why we need to stay focused. But listen to what David prays during this time. He writes these psalms. Many of most of the psalms are by David. And uh, this one says this, Lord, hear my prayer. First off, that, isn't that a good statement right off the bat? When you pray, Lord, hear my prayer. Listen to my cry for mercy. Is your faithfulness and righteousness come to my relief? In your faithfulness and righteousness come to my relief. Do not bring your servant into judgment for no one living is righteous before you. <laughs> so David's saying, look, hey, we've all sinned. And the Bible's true. We, we see that in Romans. Uh, we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We all need our God. We all need a Savior. He said, the, David's saying this, the enemy pursues me. He crushes me to the ground. He makes me dwell in the darkness like those long dead. So David is hiding in caves in different places that are not comfortable and probably going to sleep and not worrying about if he is going to be attacked in the middle of the night. I imagine David, I can't even imagine living in the fear that David probably lived in. He trusted God. Folks, even when we trust God, that doesn't mean all fear leaves us. It means that he is there with us, and we would ask him to, to help calm us. I know many people have anxiety issues because of fear. I went through that in a stage in my life, and just, just fear. And uh, God is there to conquer those fears. He said, so my spirit grows faint within me. He's getting weak. My heart within me is dismayed. I remember the days of long ago. I meditate on all your works and consider what your hands have done. See, David is taking time. He said, I remember, Lord, I remember what you've done in my life. I remember how powerful you are. I know that you're there. Man, I know, Lord, that you helped me kill the lion with my bare hands and kill the bear with my bare hands and to kill Goliath. Lord, you've been there for me. I know that. He said, I spread out my hands to you. I thirst for you like a parched land. That's a pretty good example in looking at that. When you have a parched land, you're out, water, you're out in the desert, and you don't have a water bottle with you. Or I can give a great example. You're, you're in a summer, you're playing summer football two a days, and you don't have a lot of water available. You get so parched. Nowadays, coaches have water bottles for everybody, and you're out there, and you can have water because too many kids over the course of time have died because of not having water. And I know because I used to hate summer football practices. I just despised going out there with all that equipment on and running and running and sweating and just could hardly could hardly breathe and was so thirsty. Well, that's what he said. I spread out my hands to you. I thirst for you like a parched land. I have so much desire. So think about yourself wanting that just that drink. Well, that's David for the Lord. He said, Lord, I just want you. I want you near me. And people, that should be our prayer today. Lord, I want you near me. I want to be close to you. I want your spirit to touch my life in a mighty and powerful way. Answer me quickly, Lord. My spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me or I will be like those who go down to the pit. He's pleading with the Lord to be near to him. He wants so much to continue to be directed by him. He said, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I entrust my life. 
I think that's a great verse. That's verse 8. Let the morning bring me a word from your unfailing love. For I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go. And that's the way I pray. That's the way I pray at night when I go to bed too is show me the way. When I get up in the morning, Lord, lead me this day. That's the way I pray. That's why I want to pray. I want to be so led by the Spirit of God. I want to make great decisions. I wish I made great decisions all the time. But folks, I'm like you and like everybody else. Sometimes the world, you just don't make the best decisions. You react wrong to something or you're just not everything you should be. You know, we're not perfect people. I know that and I'm not trying to tell you you're going to have to be perfect people. But what I am telling you is by this story of David is to allow the spirit of the living God to be in you, that you put your faith and trust in him first. He's who comes to mind when you're dealing with life. And when you, when you call on him and lean on him every day, I promise you, he'll be with you. There's some days that are so incredibly moving to me in my life, and there's some days that this seemed very blasé as far as uh, my relationship with God. I want to live in the spirit of God and want him to direct my life, and I certainly want him to use me to affect people for him. And I certainly hope this radio show does that. If it doesn't, then I guess I just need to do something else because I've got to do something that will touch people's lives for him. And, you know, if nothing else, just listen to the words of God. Listen to the words of the Bible. That alone will lead you. In verse 9, he says, Rescue me from my enemies, Lord, for I hide myself in you. He wants rescued. He doesn't. He's not interested in dying yet. He knows when he dies, he'll be with the Lord. But he said, Lord, please rescue me. Hide me from my enemies. Wouldn't it be terrible to have to run and hide all the time? Years ago, one of my favorite shows, I mean, this is a long, long time ago, was The Fugitive, where he was just always running because he was falsely accused. And uh, he was always running and he was always in fear. And that's why many people are, because especially when we're walking away from God, especially when we're sinning, continually sinning with God. He said, for I hide myself in you. Teach me to do your will. Oh, I love that one. Teach me to do your will. Lord, teach me to do your will. I want your will. And I prayed about the future. I prayed about where God would have Denise and I. So, Lord, teach me. Lead us. You know, I want to follow you, for you are my God, he says. Many say, your good spirit lead me into level ground. May your good spirit lead me to level ground. Lord, I want your direction. Man, here I am, you know, 68 years old now and, and wanting to know God's direction. I'm still working some at the church and the radio station at the state house. But I want God's direction. What does God want me to do? God, I want to follow you. I've got some good years left, I'm hoping. If I can stay healthy and if I can eat a little healthier, that uh, I, you know what? I want God's will. If he says, go here, I want to go. I've done that my whole life. He's led me to two or three different places. And every one of them I had to spend a lot of time in prayer about because I was comfortable where I was at. Just as I'm comfortable in Boise, Idaho. One of the best places in the country to live is the state of Idaho. I love it. He said, for your name's sake, Lord, preserve my life. In your righteousness, bring me out of trouble. In your unfailing love, silence my enemies. Destroy all my foes, for I am your servant. And folks, that is it today. 
That's the last verse. For I am your servant. Can you say to God, for I am your servant. I'm going to serve Almighty God with all my heart, soul, and mind. I am going to serve him, love him, be faithful to him. Begin today if you haven't. Begin today. He loves you. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.